At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. We begin our number two betting across America presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Amal Shah. We are here at Circus Sportsbook in fabulous Las Vegas. Uh, Joker's getting pushed a little bit over there in, in Rome. Three all right now in the second. And you liked Rude getting what? Was it four, four and a half? Four, four and a half games, yeah. Um, I just thought, you know, if Joker doesn't serve first, which he didn't. I mean, he was up 4-0 in the first set, but give Rude credit, gets a break, so he cuts that to a two-set loss in a two-game loss in set number one. Mm-hmm. And if the Joker wins this set, Dave, and if Rude can just win one more game, you've got a victory. There you go. So three all right now in the second. Joker didn't win that first set six to four. I'm looking at the Byron Nelson here very quickly, and Sebastian Munoz for those uh, who who played him and. Uh, I, I know that that was a popular name coming into the tournament. He was the first-round leader after shooting at 60 on Thursday. He has regained the lead here. He's 500 for the day, 20 under par. These golfers are just tearing up this golf course right now. And lo and behold, Jordan Spieth, who's right now 3-1 to one to win this tournament. Uh, Sebastian Munoz is plus eighty to win right now. But he only has a one-shot lead over Jordan Spieth. Uh, Jordan's playing the 13th. He's 7 under already for the day with plenty of holes to play. Uh, Justin Thomas, also 7-under for the day. He's on 15. He's only 3-back, and right now he's nine. Or he's 5-1, to one, rather, uh, to win this tournament. So we're getting some names. Munoz is not necessarily a household name. you got Spieth and you got Justin Thomas. And by the way, we have the first major, or the second major of the year next week, and some news out of the golf world yesterday. Phil Mickelson, who is the reigning, defending PGA champion, will not be there. Look, I get it. He's persona non grata right now in the PGA Tour. Nobody likes Phil. I was bummed. I was like, this is the older, oldest major champion in the history of golf. And for not physical ailments, but mental ones, he won't be there. That's a shame. Well, I disagree with your assertion that it's mental. I I think it's mental for other people. I don't think it's a problem for Phil. I, I, You know, Phil's got enough money. I would show up. I would be like, listen, dude, I'm playing. You don't like me? Throw me out of here. You know, fans would go crazy. I, well, he, he's the, a fan favorite uh, if there's ever been one, right? No doubt. And again, he's controversial in the golf world now and, oh, and, and because the, the Saudi League and all these. But I go, it, it, the, the, the tour has put it on Phil. They made this sound like this is Phil's decision and Phil's alone to withdraw. Now, look, he did enter the PGA Championship. So it looked like all signs pointed him to playing. And then he did have to withdraw. Now, why he decided to withdraw, 
that's something you and I will never know. You can spe- we can speculate and say it's a shadow ban and he was forced to do this. But I'm with you. Like I would have like just from a nostalgic place in golf and for no other reason that he is the reigning champion for him to be there. And look, it's going to be a great golf tournament. We're going to talk about it all week long on VEASAN. Scotty Scheffler right now is, is the, the small favorite right here uh, to win this thing. But you look at what Phil did a year ago, a year ago at 50 years of age to win the 2021 PGA Championship and do something that Tiger Woods hasn't done. And it, like I talk about with my golf buddies all the time, we say, you know that sticks in the craw of Tiger Woods, knowing that Phil Mickelson has something he doesn't have, which is the distinction of being the old, oldest major champion. I'm sure that's why Tiger, part of the reason why he wants to come back and win and be older than Phil when he does. But to me, as a golf fan, forget the politics of it. It's a shame that he's not going to be there to defend his crown. Yeah, I tend to agree with you, and I, I wish uh, he had the opportunity to do so. Um you know, it, it's just frustrating to me. I'm watching this uh, play. I was just seeing if it was a catch in the Cardinals I think it was game. a catch. And then on the transfer, they called it. it would transfer back to the infield with nobody on base. So you you think it was a drop? I thought it was an out. You thought it was an out? Yeah. And uh, it was a fly ball out there to Gonzalez, and it uh, looked like he made the catch. But, look, my, my thing is, I, I think you got to let Phil play. He's a crowd favorite. Here's the question I have for you, though. Mm-hmm. Jordan Spieth, you mentioned that name a few minutes ago. My goodness. I thought he was going to be potentially, I'm not going to say the next Tiger, because Tiger was like a Jordan type of player in terms of transcending the sport. Mm-hmm. But why has he not been able to remain at that level what we saw from him a couple of years ago? It's all between the years. You made the point about Tiger, and Jordan was that guy early on when he was winning four major championships that he was not giving up anything to the field. Like Tiger was, Tiger's the ultimate front runner in the history of sports, period. He got caught one time. Y.E. Yang is the only guy that beat him when he was tied or at the lead wow, in amazing. a major champion. Right? He every other time he's closing out like a Philly. I mean, he's going down the third, down the stretch, and nobody's catching Tiger. That's why he's arguably to me the greatest winner in individual sports that I've ever seen because he just nobody's coming back to beat him. That was Jordan Spieth until Augusta National in another tournament. It looked like he was going to get another green jacket, and all of a sudden he puts it in Ray's Creek. He's never been the same guy at major since then, but. And I've been a harsh critic of Jordan Spieth. He's won on tour this year and, and very recently here. And now he's in, in competition again to Byron Nelson. And I get it. The Byron Nelson is not what we're going to see next week. But Jordan Spieth will be a name next week uh, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, that the golf course is going to fit his eye. Uh, Texas players seem to play well there. Scotty Scheffler's another te- Texas guy. Hook him. So there's going to be some Texas flavor uh, that people are going to wager on next week at the PGA Championship. I still am not sure that Jordan Spieth mentally is ready to win a major championship. And I know that sounds crazy for a guy who's already won four, but it's been a minute. And I I just, I look at Jordan Spieth when he, if he could ever unthink, if that's a term, he'd win much more on the PGA Tour. I don't disagree with you. I think you bring up a great point. No matter how talented you are and your success in the past might help you to a certain extent, at the end of the day, if you don't have that confidence level, that ability to believe in yourself, it becomes a challenge. At this level, the margins are so thin that even as good as Jordan Spieth can be, you know, you got a young gun like Scheffler out there, John Rahm, JT. I mean, these are all guys that are dangerous. DJ, who a little bit inconsistent for me at times, mm-hmm. but immense talent, can do it anytime. 25 to 1 for Jordy next week uh, at the PGA Championship. You saw Tiger Woods at 66 to 1. Okay. Well, look. If Tiger Woods can walk as he did at Augusta, he wasn't. He was around for the weekend, but he wasn't really around. I think Jordan Spieth's going to be around. I think he's going to be there. I think he'll make the cut. I think he'll be around, but I don't know if he's really going to be a name that we talk about as a true viable option to win next week. But I will say this, a la Tiger Woods, it's better for the game of golf when Jordan Spieth is good. When he's playing well, he's a... He, as much as I love Scotty Scheffler and his golf purist, Scotty Scheffler is not moving the needle right now. Jordan Spieth still moves the needle. I agree with you that comment you just made. I think it's better for the game of golf. It drives me nuts when people go, it's better for the game of college football when Notre Dame's good. Why? Because ESPN gets higher ratings? You think I give a damn? I want to see <laughs> Notre Dame never win another game as long as I live. Right. But, but that's part of it too, though, right? right. That, that you're gonna root, you're, You'll tune in to root against them. I'll watch them on that garbage NBC. They're on all six of us. <laughs> That cannot wait for the PGA Championship next week. Uh, you mentioned Major League Baseball looking up, and you're dead on your assessment here for the under with the uh, Redbirds and the Gigantes. 2 nothing right now. St. Louis bottom six 
against San Francisco. Looks like we might have a pitching change here for the Giants, but so far, pretty good pitching and defense, which is what you thought would happen. Yeah, Junis has been solid. Gave up a solo homer. I didn't see who two in the fifth inning, uh, but when you look at this uh, Cardinals team, doing a terrific job. They've gone into the bullpen now, so three innings need to get nine outs. Dave, you know the one thing, and this is interesting, it's hard to bet these baseball games from a total standpoint because we're seeing teams with low batting averages still score runs. But I'm going to tell you where you make your money. Okay. If you have an inordinate number of runs scored early on in the game, uh, perfect example, Cardinals, I'm sorry, um, Cubs, Diamondbacks last night. First first five over. Well, Easy. it flew over, right? Yep. It was 3-3 at the end of three. Mm-hmm. You could have gotten 11.5 or 12.5 in play in the game. Wow. 11.5 was the high watermark. Game ends up 4-3. So if you can, maybe you wait on the in play. If you're taking an under and you like it, you know, probably take it immediately if you can. But if not, then you come back in a scenario where you wait and, and see if there's some run scored and then you jump on the under at that point. It's great advice. I'm not going to say that uh, Sean King is a king maker, but he was doing uh, his show with Tim Murray. And he said a couple nights ago, because I saw the clip, it went viral, if you will. I guess mm. that's what the kids say. And he said, uh, you know, what about taking a flyer in the Reds to win the NL Central? And Tim's like, no, don't, don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. And he did. And since then, the Reds have been on fire. And I, I don't know if there's correlation to backing of Sean King, but all of a sudden I look at the Red Legs today, Luis Castillo on the bump, and you want to take the Reds' run line plus $1.40. What world are we living in now that we're betting Reds' money, uh, run lines here? <laughs> because all of a sudden they're getting hot. Well, Britton and I, last Friday, it got rained out against the Pirates. Now, he ended up taking them Saturday morning. I didn't know it was such an early start time, so I missed it. We both had them reverse run line because they were plus 220. They beat the Pirates 8-2. to two. They scored six runs in the eighth inning to get the, the game to go over that run and a half. Again, Dave, I'm a big advocate of run lines. I'm a huge run line better in baseball mm. simply because the numbers support it. If you go through, and there's a great place, go to Baseball Reference if you haven't checked it out. Go to the MLB Expanded Standings and look at the one-run game records of teams. So if you bet the Dodgers on the run line, let's say last night, they were minus 220-230. You got them at 110 or 115. They lost the game. So either way. Either way. But when you look at this Dodgers team so far this year, they've won 20 games. A 20-20 vision for the Dodgers winning by two runs or more. It doesn't worry you on the run line when you're taking, let's say, a home favorite like the Dodgers that you might not get that extra at-bat. That's fair enough. Mike Palm makes that argument all the time, and I can appreciate it. However, here's the part of that that doesn't make sense to me on that argument. Okay. okay, you're up 4-2 to two in the bottom of the ninth. If the guy hits a solo shot, you're in the same scenario, aren't you? Yeah, but we just lose the opportunity to tack yeah, on the run, right? Fair enough, but but look, you're going to get beat in certain spots, right? Yeah. You're going to win a game 4-3, 5-4, what have you. And sometimes we tend to remain uh, rem- remember the losses more than the, the actual result. But if you go over the course of the season, the Dodgers, even if they win 100 games, they're probably going to win 20 games by a single run. The other 80, they'll have one. Think about the amount of money. You're basically cutting their price in half on every game. It's so funny you say you remember the losses. Yeah. This will show my age. I remember I was going to catch an eight-way parlay. Armando Benitez on the bump for the Metropolitans on opening day against the, the Flying Fish down in Miami. 4-2 lead in the ninth. Bottom nine of Miami gives up a solo shot. Mets win 4-3. I lose. Armando Benitez, can you get three outs? It was like 15 years ago. I still remember it to this day. It's like it was yesterday. Come on back. Betting Across America on VCN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Continuing our conversation, Betting Across America, alongside Amal Shaw, I am Dave Ross, and it is a pleasure to have Andrew McKinnis back on the program. NXL Handicapper, host of Puck Time Podcast, uh, and follow him on Twitter at McKinnis Picks. And, you know, Amal, you and I have been talking about these three game sevens today and just having Andrew on uh, in uh, Canada. And you can feel it almost even through our, our conversation here, how ready the entire country is uh, for some of these games today and tonight. Andrew, let's get to those game sevens and let's start off with the biggest one, because obviously when you have Toronto uh, in a situation here to finish off the two time reigning Stanley Cup champions in Tampa Bay, is it excitement or is it nervousness for a team that does not have, shall we say, a good history of finishing off series? Well, I'm sure the players are are pretty tired at this point of all the questions they get about that. That's for sure. I mean, the media aren't even asking them questions about the last game or about the game today. They're asking about, you know, last year, two years ago, three years ago. So I'm sure they're tired of hearing that. But uh, I do think this Leafs team is different this year. But, you know, I will say over the past couple games, uh, it's been a little bit of a different story, a little bit of an up and down ride for them. But if you would have told the Leafs prior to this series, hey, you get a game seven at home, I'm sure they would have told you they'll take it. Uh, I think one of the best bets of the entire first round was for this series to go seven games at around plus 200. I think it was bound to and we're in for a great game. Tend to agree with you, Andrew. I want to ask you, though, in terms of from a Maple Leafs perspective, if Tampa scores the first goal, how does that change the dynamic in this sense that they're dealing with the pressure, everything surrounding them? I feel like if Tampa falls behind, no problem. Coop's teams, hey, no problem. We've been here, done this. I think it's a huge factor. You know, I think in general in hockey or especially in the playoffs, the first goal is huge. But when you look at a team like the Maple Leafs and the history, like we talked about a few moments ago, the first goal is awesome. And I don't usually make a big deal about getting the crowd into it with the NHL. But I really do believe that getting the crowd into it early is a huge, huge part, whether it's big body checks, whether it's just creating plays or a big save from Jack Campbell. They need to give the crowd something to cheer about to get them behind their team because as much as they're going to be there and and going to be excited about the game, they're going to be nervous because of the past. So I think it's really important to get that first goal. And I look at the last couple games for the Leafs. You prove the ability to fight back. You prove the ability to come back in a game. But do you really want to do that several games in a row? You know, Andrew, it's so interesting to, to have this conversation because I know that some people think these are media-driven narratives and fan-driven narratives. But from a guy who was in Washington, D.C., covering the Caps for, for many, many Stanley Cup runs early on in the Ovechkin and Backstrom days, you know, they felt that pressure of losing those Game 7s, uh, certainly to the Penguins back in the day. And then when they finally broke through – and, and moved on, it kind of felt like everything was lifted. Do you almost get the sense that if Toronto can break through this, this wall tonight, finally finish off Tampa Bay, then it's almost like, look out rest of the Stanley Cup playoffs because you got to feel like that burden would be off of them and they could really unleash the, the talent that we all know is there. 100%. I agree with that, and I think that everybody should think that way as well because this is a very talented team. They have so many capabilities and potential. It is about that first round. And, you know, whether it's media or, or Twitter, and I've had my fun with Leaf fans, but <laughs> it's, it's true. I mean, you look at really what this team is capable of and what they do and, and what they 
really bring to the ice with all four lines. It's about getting past the first round. Now, uh, I'll be honest here, guys. I have a ticket on Tampa to win the series. Having said that, if the Maple Leafs do get past that first round, I say watch out because uh, Leaf fans are in for a really good ride. 10-1 to 1 right now to win the Stanley Cup. I agree with Andrew for a couple of reasons. Number one, I, Andrew, look, I'm a big Tampa guy. I love Coop. I love this team, the talent, what they've been able to accomplish the last several years. But no justification. My gut just tells me the Leafs are going to win tonight. And if they're able to get through the two-time defending cup champs, guys, I think Andrew's right. Watch, watch out for what this team can be. Andrew, the puck line has been a huge boon for betters right now. And I looked at uh, the Kings tonight, plus 425 on the reverse puck line. I said to Dave, if they get a one-goal lead, I said you can come back in play with Edmonton plus a goal and a half, and you're in a situation where you got a great middle or a hedge, rather. Um, I, I think it's worth a shot. I feel like these teams are going to pull their goalies so early in a Game 7 situation if they're trailing in that third period. I agree. I, I look at those situations. I look at the puck lines, and I'm not usually a big puck line better. Yeah. I, I feel like I might have one of the worst records in the world for all time <laughs> puck line bets. So I stick to the money lines, regulations, and totals. But in the playoffs, I specifically narrow in on those puck lines due to the empty net goals, due to that desperation in the third period. And especially when I'm looking at totals, I mean, you look at Boston, Carolina, you look at Florida, Washington yesterday. How do those games go over the total? Right. How do the first periods look the way they do and somehow those go over the total? It's just like you said, with empty nets and just desperation in the third period. So I know it sounds weird to say this, but for the exact reason you just mentioned, you know, I'll tell everybody out there, if you see a slow start in the first period, that's supposed to be the lowest scoring period. After that second intermission, I've been betting these third period overs, you know, pretty heavy. You know, it's interesting, uh, Andrews, we're going to stay north of the border here, talk about the Kings and the Oilers, and I know, you know, everybody wants to see Austin Matthews, what he can become. Connor McDavid, the same thing is true, certainly in Edmonton. Uh, they're a $2 favorite here to, to close out L.A. Uh, tonight in Edmonton here uh, with that total sitting at about six and a half goals. Is there danger there? I mean, it just feels too big for me when we get to a game seven and we're talking about a $2 favorite here. It does feel steep. It, it certainly does. And, you know, I'll say this. Sometimes you look at a team and you can handicap it as if, you know what, they're playing great, they're playing very well, and they aren't getting, you know, the execution. And sometimes you look at it the other way and say, you know what, they're not getting the execution, but I don't think it's going to really happen. And that's kind of how I feel about the LA Kings. I know that might sound kind of weird, but because for a team that's in a game seven right now, but I look at the, the games they've played how they've executed, how they've been successful. And I feel like we've already seen the best out of the LA Kings. I don't think we've seen the best from the Edmonton Oilers. Mm. And if I'm an LA backer, that kind of worries me a little bit just because, you know, the, the speed from the Edmonton Oilers and how many times they shoot the puck on the net. And I think they've kind of transitioned from a, you know, carry the puck in type of team to a dump and chase team, which has really helped them out. But again, having, having said that, in a game seven, you want the good defensive forward team. You want the goaltender you trust more. So it's a very interesting game seven between those two. But for the reason I said about having already saw uh, LA's best game versus Edmonton, I actually think Edmonton gets the job done tonight and moves on. I tend to agree with you. I said to Dave, I said, just on a value, you like the Kings based on the price, but I think Edmonton's going to be the one moving on here. By the way, I just want to take a shot at our Canadian friend here. How does it feel that two of the three best players in Canada, one's German, one's an American? Whoa. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's great. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just messing with you. Dry saddle, of course, from Germany and yeah. Austin Matthews from the United States here. But, you know, yeah. you, you talk about these teams. The one thing I look at, and, and I, I covered Dave Tippett when he was with the Stars. I really like Dave as a person. But this team, to me, we know the immense talent. Evander Kane's done a tremendous job. He's got seven goals in this series. Mm -hmm. He's been outstanding. We, offensively, they just keep coming at you. Defensively, if they win this game or in this game tonight, can they get the crucial stop? Can they get the PK when they need it? That's the one question mark. I continuously come back to Edmonton. Do you believe in this defense enough, not just for tonight, but potentially moving forward? Well, you know, that's the issue with them because in the, in the end of the regular season, they looked like a really improved defensive team. And we were asking ourselves, can we believe that? Can we really buy into what they're doing? The fact is, I, I think that the quote from Connor McDavid the other day where he said, if you score four goals in a uh, playoff game you have to win it's true mm -hmm. and Edmonton Oilers are fine are catching themselves in those situations you know constantly 
it's not good for them. They need to find a way to win the two on three, two games. And I think they're capable of doing it. Look, you know, all the Mike Smith hate floating around right now. He's actually one of the leaders in goals saved above average in the playoffs. Sure. His rebound control isn't that great, but um, I think Mike Smith is better than people give him credit for. And I think the defense is doing better for the Oilers than some might think. So um, I do trust their defense, but I'm not going to say they're, you know, the best in the, in the first round by any means, but I trust them, I guess, more than others might, might think. And uh, I didn't hear exactly what you meant about the uh, best players in Canada there, but I have to shout out where I'm from here in Nova Scotia, because we have Sidney Crosby, McKinnon, and uh, Brad Marchand. And hey, nobody even knows where I live. So hey, shout out to Nova Scotia, because Marchand and Crosby are doing a pretty good job. I think you got a pretty good roster there, too. Well, Marchand's terrific, obviously, with that Pasternak and company on that line. And McKinnon, to me, because in Denver, because they're in the mountain time zone, I just don't think they get enough credit. And 87 is one of the 10 greatest players of all time. Totally agree. Got about a minute to go here, uh, Andrew. Uh, Very quickly, let's get to the Game 7. Uh, down here in the States with Canada, with uh, uh, Carolina, rather, uh, going to host the Boston Bruins. What do you make of the Bs here on the road as a small underdog? Well, it's been a home series. First of all, I'll say that. You know, I talk about how important home ice can be for some series and how maybe not so much it will be in some. But I feel like this series, of course, we've seen that. And, you know, a lot of people don't realize this or, or you know, kind of forget about it. The home team gets the last change. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest Huge. NHL thing people have to realize for the playoffs i think getting rod brandemore getting that last change helped him out big time give me the hurricane to close it out at home yeah that's where amal sits as well andrew appreciate it as always man host of puck time podcast follow him on twitter as i do at mcginnis picks when we come back and talk a little nba got some game sevens on the docket tomorrow in the association come on back it's visa the sports betting network This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Spring Special is here. For only $59, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the biz right here at VSIN.com. Subscribers are going to have access to all of it, including. Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets. Jonathan Von Tobel is going to have the best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil is going to break down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup Finals. Going to have lots of NFL preseason coverage, not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Points Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools and live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $59 to be a subscriber through July 31st, so sign up now at VEASAN.com slash spring. Dave Ross alongside Amal Shaw. Shout out to First Strike. You can check out that podcast right now wherever you listen to your podcast. Great information out there available for the fight card tonight. I'll give you a little bit of, you know, sleeper alert, if you will. I do like the main event to go over three and a half rounds tonight with Alexander Rockets against Jan Bohovic. Bohovic, of course, the former light heavyweight champion of the world, lost his uh, belt to uh, Glover to Shara right now. So to me, the value there, Rockets has been steamed up to $2. I do like Rockets to win this fight them all, but at three and a half rounds, and right here at Circus Sportsbook, other places, I'm seeing about a minus dollar twenty, minus dollar twenty-five for three and a half rounds. And normally you think big guys, uh-oh, it's gonna be a quick night. These two guys are tough as granite. Bohovic <laughs> is gonna try to wrestle Rockets and try to control him. Rockets is not bad on his back. So I could see a situation where we get a lot of ground time in this one. So I'm gonna play the over three and a half rounds here in the main event at a shorter price tag than laying the two dollars with Alexander Rockets. Okay. And that is your first like sneak peek. Uh, we got some action right here in uh, the, in the world of golf. I look up and I see Sebastian Munoz is back in the lead at 21 under. Ryan Palmer and Jordan Spieth, we mentioned Spieth here, he's one off the lead at, at 20 under and Palmer's one off the lead. Now, Munoz has got one hole to play extra of Jordan Spieth, but right now in the betting market, Jordan Spieth is the favorite at about $2 and Munoz about plus 230 to win it, which shows you the respect the betting market still has on Jordan Speed. Now, these numbers change with each and every hole, but it is very interesting to see the way the bet, the, the golf community and the betting world still backs Jordan Speed. They still believe that he's the guy to beat over Sebastian Munoz. We'll see how that plays out. Baseball, Giants, Cardinals. We just look up. We got bases loaded, one out, two nothing Redbirds, and a chance to get a lot of runs on the board. Amal didn't happen. 
did not. Ryan Helsley comes in for the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. I want to give you a couple of stats. This okay. is his ninth appearance on the season. He's got 10 and two-thirds innings pitched, Dave. 20 Ks. Whoa. A whip of .1. Zero earned runs, zero homers given up. I mean, this guy has been absolutely electric so far in terms of what he's been able to do. No base on balls given up all year long, and he just comes in there. Dave, he's given up one hit. Wow. In nine appearances so far. 3-1 count against Brandon Belt. 6-3 unassisted. Oh. That's the dagger on the three-one too. When you got him juiced, if, if you're not a, unassisted, sorry, right? If you're if you're a Giants backer, and all of a sudden you're thinking, "Here's my shot, three-one count, bases juiced, Brandon Belt, double play, inning over, no <laughs> runs on the board." Uh, by the way, it's over in Rome as uh, we did see that the Joker in his return, he does get the win, but yep. I believe a six-four-six-three. Correct. And uh, so if you had the bet, and uh, if you had taken the four and a half games, unfortunately, you wind up in a scenario a where break. the a late break. Oh. I want to go to that point you just made about the late break. Mm-hmm. In, in matches, in a situation like that, there will be opportunities to bet the person receiving. And I got to tell you, in that game, so many times players get broken Great plus money price on if you're betting in games um, during the tennis match. Wow. So, again, as we get closer and closer to Roland Garros, we'll keep an eye on here on some of these uh, kind of primer tournaments as it's going on right now. But Djokovic does get the straight set victory. We mentioned the Game 7s in the NHL uh, with Andrew McGinnis. Now, we're going to have two Game 7s tomorrow in the NBA. But before we get to the game specific, and we touched upon this briefly with Mike Peranio over at Mandalay Bay. When you look at the odds now to win the NBA title, okay, you understand with the Warriors closing out Memphis, it wasn't easy, by the way, but they they do close out the Warriors in six. Remember, they were the they were the higher seeded team, if you will, as the three seed. Memphis was the two. The Warriors are now the shorter favorites to win the NBA title at plus a dollar ninety. Now, the caveat there is is yes, the Heat are awaiting the winner of the seas in the box. But the Suns have to win a game seven tomorrow against the Mavs. Now, the Mavs are 20 to one to, to win the title. Obviously, the betting market isn't believing they can go to Phoenix tomorrow and get that done and move on. But would it be to you a smarter play to take the Suns now at three to one if you are in belief that they will, in fact, as the, the rightful favorite home, uh, to, to hold serve, if you will? And go ahead and get rid of Dallas in seven. Yes, I would agree with you. And, and to me, here's the one big advantage. They win this game, Dave. They're going to be a favorite against Golden State. Yes. And now the odds are going to shift drastically if they win game seven, which I believe they will tomorrow at home. Now, I've got Milwaukee to win the title. Um, I, is that, that me or you? I, I'm going to go with you Uh-oh. because my phone's always on silent. But yeah, that, That's me. <laughs> First day on TV. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, my, my, my point is that... I would take the Suns here at three to one. I don't believe the winner of the East, if it's not Milwaukee, even though Boston would be beating Milwaukee potentially, I don't believe the winner of Boston and uh, Miami can win the title. I mean, they, they can, but I don't believe they will. Let me rephrase. So they, the three they, to one number you'd get at Phoenix is as good as you're going to get. Yes, I love that one. Yeah, and it does feel like that. Again, I I, I want to see Luca has been he was fantastic in Game Six, obviously. And something is different about Dallas when they play at home. But the same can be said about the Suns. And so when you watch the Warriors in that Memphis series, and I think that's fool's gold right now, plus $1.90, because you saw Memphis attack them. Like, you think of Golden State, and you think up and down, up and down, up and down. Memphis was the team that really wanted to get out and run and transition and kind of try to tire out those older legs of Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and, and Draymond Green. Look, they still got it done. But it wasn't easy. With Phoenix, I wonder what if Phoenix does get by in Game 7, I do wonder what the style will be. Will it be push push tempo the way Memphis did against Golden State? Or do you think Phoenix wants to get in the half court? I think if you're Phoenix, you make it a half court game. I think, you know, you look at Aiton. You got a big, you, 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 got, you a big, got a big, yeah. that's got a big advantage. Do you like Phoenix over Golden State? It's so tricky for me because... You know, Chris Paul is still Chris Paul, but I listen to the NBA on TNT guys a lot, Shaq and Barkley. Mm-hmm. And what I hear when I really listen to them is Chris Paul can't do it every night. Correct. He can do it in spurts, right? 
You know who can do it every right now, every night is Luka Doncic. There's no question. About like, it. like to, to me, I am a little concerned about Phoenix tomorrow. Home court is huge. And again, we saw it play it out last night with Golden State, which you went, oh my goodness, Golden State can't beat Memphis in game six. I got to go back to a game seven. That didn't happen. So can Chris Paul do it one more time tomorrow to get through a pesky down? They got, the do- doors got blown off in game six in would, Dallas. They, and maybe they, maybe they're, they kept the powder dry them all and said, all right, let's not exert any more energy. Because when we're talking about older players, older superstars, Steph Curry's, Draymond Green's, Clay Thompson's, Chris Paul's, they're not the Lucas. They're not the Jaws. They're not the kids that can go out there now with boundless energy and put this together for 48 minutes that you don't have to think twice about it. You do have to think about styles in, in a matchup with Golden State with two teams with aging superstars. I would agree with you. I'm not as concerned in a game seven. I think because you've been working at this since August, September, I think everybody will be focused. Can you knock down the shots when you have the opportunities? I think the key guy for Phoenix tomorrow is Booker. Mm. He's got to play well. He's got to have a big game. He's a scorer. He's got to perform at that level. And for Dallas, I don't think it's Luka. Luka's going to get his 30. I think it's going to be Jalen Brunson. That's the key for the Mavericks. Yeah, and again, the game five was rather embarrassing for Dallas. If you watch that second half, I believe they only scored 80 points in the game total. Yeah. Right? So... Something is is happening here where the, the, the flip is, is switched in Dallas, but no more games at Dallas, by the way. So you better flip it tomorrow in Phoenix or else your season is over. But you're right. Luke is going to get his. I don't think that's, that's a, a question there. Uh, when you look at the Bucs and the Seas very quickly here, you know, it, home court hasn't meant anything. And I saw I saw Giannis in postgame yesterday. He's laughing. He's like, not, not laughing in a bad way, but yeah. laughing in like, a yeah, okay. So they got us in game six. We'll take the five and a half, and uh, we won't need them. We'll, we'll beat them outright in Boston. What do you make of Game Seven? Very quickly, I got to give an edge to Boston here. I want Milwaukee to win. I need them to win. Uh, I'm a huge Giannis fan. Not a lot of guys in the NBA I love, but I'm a big Joker and uh, Giannis fan. I love those two bigs. Giannis has got to do one thing though, David. This is driving me crazy. Okay. I know he was two for three, and he was two for five in the previous game, so he's four for his last eight. Stop shooting the three, man. It's fool's gold. It's possessions you're hurting. Just let's get out there and just do your thing. There's nobody out there that can stop him. You know what was amazing about game six and what, what the potential closeout for the Milwaukee? Giannis can't play a whole He shot lights out from the free throw line. He knocked down some threes. He had a historic first quarter for Giannis, and they still lose. That, I don't know that I don't know how you want to kind of wrap yourself around that the, the five and a half. I'm going to gravitate towards the points because I think it's going to be a knockdown drag out. I hope you're right. I think it's going to be a very, very competitive game seven. When we come back, let's take a look at it here to, to some NHL matchups that we see tomorrow uh, in some game sevens as well. Come on back. It's me in the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Discover BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, sign up today to win $200 if you place a $10 wager on any NBA playoff game and either team hits a three pointer, regardless of your bet's outcome. Simply use the bonus code VSIN200 when you place your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Enjoy the playoffs more than ever with BetMGM. Eligible restrictions to apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued is now withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Dave Ross alongside Amal Shaw. This is Betting Across America right here on VEASAN. A couple things I want to bring up. One in baseball. And we're watching the Giants against the Cardinals. And again, you had the handicap of the under in this game. And it's uh, 2 nothing now as they go to the 8th. Oh, check that. <laughs> it's not 2 nothing. It's 4 nothing because with two outs and a runner on, there's a lazy fly ball hit to center field. But I got a problem, Amal. I got a Sunfield, and I can't see the baseball. So it falls harmlessly for some, harmful to others, right next to the center fielder. I believe that scored a base hit. Which, which How is that a base hit when it, it's caught 999,000 out of a, a... Like, there's no way that should be a hit. And then, of course, Arenado, the next batter, hits a, a rope double... <laughs> So you get two runs that you shouldn't have gotten, and now it's 4 nothing. Yeah, absolutely right. Change the dynamic of the game. You go from a tight ball game, now St. Louis feeling pretty good. Uh, you know, the the uh, San Francisco Giants, in a matter of about five hitters, the entire game was won and lost. Belt hits into a double play with the bases loaded, down 2 nothing. Mm-hmm. You've got a runner on second with two outs. you got to just, as Hawk Harrelson would say, a can of corn. A can I mean, of corn. It, it was a can of corn, absolutely, and they don't make the play. Then you wind up with a double, and now you're tra- uh, trailing 4 nothing. Now, with, with Helsley out there pitching one more inning, because he only had to throw six pitches in the top, bottom of, excuse me, top of the seventh, you feel great about your chances if you're St. Louis. It's got to be one of the most helpless feelings, because you can see the center fielder literally with his glove over his head, and he's ducking because he has no idea where the baseball is. And it lands right next to him. So 4 nothing should be 2 nothing, but that's the way the cookie crumbles there. We mentioned that... Um, uh, the Joker is back in action. He gets a win today in straight sets over in Rome. And then they flashed up on the screen that the Joker has now had 1,000 career wins, yeah. uh, singles title, uh, tournaments, or, excuse me, matches uh, in the ATP Tour, which is not close to the most in the open air. That is set by a guy we mentioned earlier in the program, James Scott Connors, Jimmy Connors. I believe 1274 is the number. He's number one all time. I, you know, it's funny because we're going to talk about the big three for generations, that this is the best big yeah. three. But, boy, I almost forget how great Jimmy Connors was to have won 1274 in the open era. Uh, no, you're absolutely right about that. And, uh, you know, the one thing I didn't realize, Roger Federer is within 23. How about so, that? Ro- I think if Roger can come back healthy, I think that's a record he'll covet and want to get. As uh, yeah, If he gets that, and by the way, we have Stanley Cup action uh, game seven is just uh, dropped the puck in Carolina, and they're buzzing early here. Uh, great word choice. Oh, man. Carolina Hurricanes are playing like their hair is on fire. Missed a couple of good opportunities. And Swayman had a nice save early on to keep this thing at 0-0. I'm telling you right now, Dave, we talked about it with the Toronto-Tampa game. Mm-hmm. And a penalty coming up against the Bees. Uh-oh. Oh, we got sticks up. Oh, no, they're both going. I think they're two. both going. Okay, Okay, so this is going to be uh, – will not be a man advantage here. But you're right, early on, Boston survived that early influx there. Uh, from Carolina. So still scoreless, 15 minutes to go there. But very quickly, just if, if Raja yeah. were able to eclipse James Scott Connors and have the most singles uh, victories in the history of the ATP Tour in the modern era, yeah. would then that sway your opinion at all as to who is the greatest player of the big three? No, listen, I want to I select Roger. But, you know, it's like, it's like Sid Novi, right? Like, I'm not anti-Sid. 
but either you're a magic or a bird guy, you're an Obi or a Sid guy. And I've, I've always been an Ovechkin guy. Me too. But to me, Crosby's been the better player, better career. I tend to agree. And so, you know, it's the same thing with Federer. Federer's a tremendous talent. But at the end of the day, I look at Novak and I say, this guy head-to-head, he's, better, he's beaten Rafa more times, he's beaten Roger more times. He is just unbelievable. It's hard to deny Novak Djokovic. I cannot wait to see what happens at the French Open. With Nadal, you're already on record saying you're going to pick Joker. To win the French. To win the, is Roger even going to play the French? No, Probably he's not. not. He's coming back during the grass court season, coming off a knee surgery. Yep. The age is a factor. Look, and there's had, no, no chance to win there, right? I, don't, I just don't think so at this stage of the game. Yep. So uh, right now, again, keep an eye on the, on the hockey four-on-four yep. as we do take a skater off for each. So 15 minutes to go there, no score yet in the first period. Let's get to uh, tomorrow's Game 7s in the NHL. And look, you know, again, we mentioned it. Boy, the Penguins, speaking of Sid the Kid, they had a great opportunity yesterday to close that one out against the Blue Shirts. They didn't get it done. Uh, the Rangers get a couple goals very late in regulation and get the two-goal win. Now they force a game seven. And I saw some consternation on Twitter from some hockey ex- experts that I truly value where they said, do you really believe the Rangers are $1.45, fifty-five where it opened better than the Penguins in a game seven? So something... Okay, the way they won in Game Six, now they got it rolling, and the blue shirt's going to roll roll over those pens in Game Seven. What do you think? Well, I took the Rangers when they're down three one at five to one. Wow! I thought uh, Shesterkin hadn't played well. I thought he could play better. I thought they were giving up too many goals in between the first and the second period, basically uh, against Pittsburgh. They've done a much better job. We saw the third period; they shut down the pens. They come from behind, down two nothing. Dave, I get the argument in terms of the price. Mm-hmm. I counter with saying, you know how hard it is when you squander a 3-1 lead, you've got game six at home, you had it there with the opportunity to be able to win this series, now you got to go back to MSG, mm. you've got to beat the Rangers on their ice. These guys, the fans can be fired up, the blue shirts are going to be ready. I'm not saying Mark Messier style guarantee, but I think they're going to win this game. I think what you just diagrammed is the difference from what I see in Toronto today. Yeah. In the fan bases, in that the energy level at MSG tomorrow is going to be like, we're here to kill. Like, Correct. We're, we're yeah. here to put these guys out of their mind. They couldn't defeat us. They couldn't get it done. We were down 3-1. Oh, now they got a rude awakening. Conversely, in Toronto, I feel like nervous energy. Correct. Right? I like, agree. like they're like, man, I hope we win. Like, the Rangers fans, they're like, we're, we're out for blood tomorrow. Like, we can't wait to beat up Sid the Kid and get Pittsburgh out of here. I, I totally agree with you. I think Toronto, there's like hopeful optimism, mm-hmm. but there's always a sense of like, if, if Tampa scores the first run, here we go. Yep, that, I, I agree. Stars and Flames tomorrow as well. And uh, right now, Calgary, they are a solid favorite here to wrap this one up. And we're seeing right now, it has come down a, a little, excuse me, it's gone up just a little bit, up to $1.90, open at $1.85 for the Flames. Uh, so the Stars here plus $1.55 on the comeback Look, Dallas, nice victory. Game six to force this game seven. But a lot of people, certainly north of the border, think this is where it ends for the American team. I don't necessarily agree. Ottinger's been terrific. Dallas has played really well. Um, You know, Calgary's always come out, and they're buzzing early on in these games. But Dallas is able to withstand that. Pavelski's one of the best I've ever seen in terms of tipping goals, being around the goal, and getting it in net. But uh, yesterday missed one of the easiest opportunities probably ever going to have in his career. Mm Mm-hmm. I just think that people are underestimating what this Stars team can do. You know, it's always interesting to me, and I've talked to some promoters, and and certainly you and I in in our boxing uh, careers and and following the sport, and certainly in the UFC as well, and at Mixed Martial Arts, I always talk about, like, can you build up the, like, United States against the Russian fighter like they did in Rocky Rocky IV, right? Can can you build up this kind of North American battle between uh, good old US of A and north of the border with with these? Because, look... Canada has not been great. They've not put their best foot forward here in quote unquote their sport in the last decade or so. And now all of a sudden, we got three of these scenarios here. We got USA going up against Canada. Absolutely right. And I, I have a feeling uh, Canada's got a strong possibility of sweeping. Uh oh. <laughs> I mean, they, I'm not saying that Dallas can't win, but I think they're probably, them and Tampa are the two best hopes, followed by the Kings, obviously, in third there. So it, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. But let me just put my uh, Canadian f- friends, take it easy here, buddy. They haven't won a Stanley Cup since 1993. 93, you say? Montreal, the Canadiens. Les Habitants. 
So, you know, I look at it and I say, well, you got three of these scenarios for Canada to beat uh, good old US of A. And, you know, we mentioned it with Jordan Spieth and golf. Like, it's better for the sport. Is it better? Is it better if these Canadian teams advance over red, white, and blue? For the sport as a whole, yes. But for where their marketability and for TV, they need it in the States. Whoa. So it would be better if Tampa Bay continues this reign of terror for some in the NHL and gets by Toronto with a chance to keep this puck thing going for three in a row. No, they they need Toronto because Toronto's a bigger market. But I'll tell you what they need is the New York Rangers to make the Stanley Cup Finals. That would oh. be nice. It would be. That was, look, for a certain age for some of us, that was 1994. You still, just, still one of the best finals ever. Totally agree. Over? Over over what? Who'd they beat? Oh, Vancouver. We got oh, come on. Cobble Burns. Did you just... Just making sure. Did you just, just ask me about one of the greatest captains and who he led his team against? Totally. But again, there's a good old Canada against the United States. That dynamic does work, certainly for ratings, and I'm sure for from a betting perspective as well. Number 11 would be considered even greater if he didn't have to play with 99 in Edmonton. What? We might have to expand on that a little bit. When we come back right here, Betting Across America, on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.